teaser, John Ally and I bought a computer today. What? Wow. Together? That's a big step. <laughs> we, we, we chipped in and, uh, no, we bought two of the same computers. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were like in a share computer, like joint custody. All right. We'll talk about this next <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to For the Podcast. This is episode 59. I'm Michael, as always, here with my good friend, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey. So I think it's just uh, you and me today. Definitely. I wish. Yeah, sure. I wish. Hey, who's that? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's happening here? (laughs) John Ally and Will is back. Yeah. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, John. True friend. (laughs) The excitement is palpable. It was in the show notes. Insert audible laughter. I just did what I was told. (laughs) The laugh track. (laughs) It's going to suck to uh, be the person who's going to edit this one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be terrible. Especially with all the coughs. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So, Bear, what's new, man? So, uh, yeah. I went to Spain. Spent a lot of time in, well, not a lot of time. Went on a little vacation to Barcelona, uh, off season, so saved some money. And I definitely realized one thing, which was currently right now, the biggest thing in Barcelona is hamburgers and craft beer. This sounds like something you can get it here. Like yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> like Barcelona sounds a lot like San Francisco. Uh, Hamburgers and craft beer for Spanish. You know, the only thing is the jamón that I see in your uh, thing. That- well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the craft beer, we still do it better, but I think I made nice. the best burgers I've ever had <gasps> in my life in Barcelona. Better than the Paragon Burger? Yeah, oh, my far. gosh. Well, first of all, all the burgers come with ham on, uh, so you get oh. bacon pretty much on every burger. So even if you order a cheeseburger, there's bacon on it. There's no like way to dodge the ham. Um, the other thing about it is if you ask for a cheeseburger, instead of it being cheese, it's more like a cheese aioli. So it's more like a special sauce with a cheese base. But we're not talking about like cheese whiz. We're talking about an artisanal cheese. And it's amazing. Like even the crappy like local um, chain places that have hamburgers are better than like $10 plus burgers that you would be buying at like – New American high higher end restaurants. So mm. I have to give it. I have to give it up to Spain for its ridiculous food. Uh, the other thing about the uh, trip to Barcelona was we Dana and I we actually saw a demonstration for the pro uh, separatist for Catalan to be separate from Spain, and we thought for a short period of time, is it okay for us to be in the middle of this parade, or should we be heading to our hotel right now? And we decided to just stick it out, and we saw a bunch, pretty much like the whole entire Gothic Quarter was taken over by a bunch of protesters hoping, wanting to say, hey, the vote for independence still was legit. Let us be our own country. 
Besides that, the only other big thing that happened really with the trip was I almost didn't get let back into the country because I tried to <laughs> smuggle ham into the U.S. <laughs> that is Which amazing. You cannot do. <laughs> I- ironically, they let you through with four and a half kilos of drugs, but that damn ham oh, yeah, but, but- just wouldn't let you through. <laughs> Two pounds of, like, cheese, and I'm like, okay, so I can't bring cured meat, but this suspect dairy-based product... Okay. <laughs> With cultures and bacteria. And <laughs> Wait, please tell me that they made you eat it on the spot. No, they actually <laughs> confiscated it, and they said they oh, were man. going to incinerate it. Quotey fingers. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to incinerate Oh, yeah. Incinerate it in exactly. my mouth. So, so I moan party for... <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely threw it in the incinerator. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. But it was a great trip. I'm definitely going to go again, especially since you do not need to know how to speak Spanish. In fact, if you tried to speak the terrible Spanish that we tried, uh, everyone's like, no, we're just going to talk to you in English because you're butchering the language. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I haven't been on for a while, so I guess the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is your stupid home pods. Are you, are you guys both still in on this thing? Because I know, John, you are not in on it so far, I'm, right? I'm Poe. Oh, I actually don't know what John or Mike think on this, so. I mean, theoretically, I witnessed one firsthand. I don't think it's horrible. I think it's I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, you know, moving it from the basement upstairs uh, made a huge difference. I wasn't, uh, I was like, okay, it sounds like, you know, it sounded good from far away. Like, no matter where we were in the basement, but I don't think the basement lent itself to the best, uh, I don't know, the best, like, Acoustics? use of the home is pod. The ba- is the yeah. bass good? Because, like, it sounds like, with all these speakers, it should have, like, good range, right? I didn't think so in the basement, but... Uh, <laughs> in the basement? Yes, the basement. Um, but you, you know, did there. Thank you. In the living room, it actually is almost, like, too bassy in certain songs. Yeah, I think so too. Is that hmm. what wrecked your coffee table or TV stand? <laughs> no, so rings? I have it uh, right now. I have it sitting kind of like above the fireplace, like on the mantle, which is not like probably the best place for it sonically, but it still it sounds way better there than it did than it did downstairs. I like it a lot. Does it sound better than like the the Sonos players that you have? Yes, it's definitely better than the Play One, better than the Play Three. Mm, I haven't tried it in the same room as the Play 5. I'll probably move it this weekend and try it. Um, and then definitely not. I don't think it's better than the soundbar. It's different. So what can you actually use this for? Because I know it's a speaker, but you can't like hook it up to Apple TV, right? Uh, so you can't. You can't. So can you use it as like a home theater device or is it just for music? You can select it like as a drop-down audio source from the Apple TV. And then that will stick and it'll it'll keep it. But I don't think you should because then if you switch to any other input, like you won't have any sound. It'll just be coming through your TV, not through the HomePod. Hmm. So, um, I mean, you can. Now, is that like, is that like the back end way to get like, uh, because I was reading somewhere that they didn't have like support for like Spotify or Pandora, but you could do that theoretically with the Apple TV. 
connected to it, right? Yeah, I mean, and you can do it with AirPlay through whatever. Yeah, through, through any, your iPhone. Like, iOS device. Yeah. Or through your Mac. You can just AirPlay it to the HomePod. But I can't just say, like, hey, HomePod. Yeah. The, the, play right. Something like, it only supports Apple Music for, like, voice playing, like, like calling up a track. Uh, you can AirPlay anything to it. So Pandora, Spotify title or whatever. But, uh, and then you can use your voice to do, like, volume up, volume down, pause, like, the basic functions. But you can't say, like, play Justin Timberlake on Spotify. Like, it wouldn't, that wouldn't work. All right, just like the show note says, my Alexa can beat up your... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think definitely the Alexa can beat up the Siri, but I don't think the Echo can outsound the HomePod. Well, yeah, I can just put a tap on whatever awesome thing I have, so... Yeah, no, that's fair. In fact, maybe you should actually... Oh, huh, I wonder how that would work out. Talk about a Frankenstein monster. I wonder if there is an Alexa app for Apple TV. If not, like, could you hook up... Amazon tap to the Apple TV somehow and then actually add that extra functionality to the HomePod. I'm going to go with no. I would (laughs) assume no also, especially given that there's no inputs. So it's not even like you just... Yeah, you'd have to AirPlay. Yeah, it'd all have to be digital in a sense to connect everything. All right, (laughs) So what you're saying I mean, it's is... It's nice just because we we have the, the Apple Music subscriptions. Yeah, see, that I agree with. I mean, I definitely... So the one thing was interesting even when it was in the basement. Like, the key feature that I thought was interesting was that it was a sole standalone, you know, unit. But at the same point in time, you couldn't necessarily depict where the the sound was coming from so like if you're around a corner or anything like that you would have thought it was coming from like a bigger source like a tv or something that had speakers on both sides or it was a very distinct sound but you couldn't depict like you wouldn't necessarily say yeah that's one speaker playing all that music like you would definitely feel like it was a more of a component you know speaker which it is but it wasn't very materialized to that effect. So if you think it even is better, you know, in a more residual sounding area, like a a living room and stuff like that, then I I definitely could see how it would be a very accoutrement, like not necessarily a standalone thing, but something nice to have in order to play music and, and things like that. Now, is there any like configuration uh, for like the room given like the different acoustics of a room? Yeah. Because this, based off of what, uh, now how long does that process take? Because based off of what John said, that would be great if, if I had it in, like, uh, say my office, but I know I had people coming over and wanted to move it down to, like, the living room. Sorry, Apple, even if I did buy one, I would not be buying more than one. <laughs> yeah, no, so it does it automatically, like, within seconds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it so knows, it has the accelerometer, so as soon as you move it, it knows to, like, kind of redo it. Okay. Still out, but all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect you to be in. Like, I, I think it really is kind of like a niche product. Like, you really need to be an Apple Music subscriber for it to even make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I tried it out in my parents' place on Long Island. And in the smaller rooms there, it sounded pretty good. I thought it, it was – I agree with Mike. Like, some songs were maybe a little too bass-heavy for – my taste, but um, I just recently got back to San Francisco, so I set it up 
in my living room here and it, it's okay i mean I, I think that like it's a it does sound better than a play one i don't have any play threes or play fives to compare it to uh so it's a pretty good speaker but it's definitely not going to uh, at least with one it's definitely not going to beat any home theater systems or anything like that it re- it really is like a a really good speaker that you would put in like a a room that's not your home theater i think mm-hmm. yeah bedroom kitchen yeah living room i mean it's yeah. it's it's also hard though because like i was saying kind of before in other uh chats speaker technology in general has just advanced so far right so i mean even if you take like a high quality television like a samsung a sony you know and you don't have you know a sound bar or any other systems like you have to admit you know like years ago like 10 years ago you really wouldn't want to rely on the tv alone right but now if you were to say went a hat in a handbasket and you're like oh okay i only have my tv i can only listen to it there aren't a lot of people who would argue and say oh the sound is so horrible like if i don't go out and buy like a sound bar or extra speakers now it, it's it's ridiculous i would i'd end my life i couldn't watch tv ever again so it's it's also i think it's just a, a culmination <laughs> really quickly <laughs> end my life tv is not worth it anymore but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's why i agree like how i think it's a very good system but like how you're saying it it's not a solve all it's not an end all it's not like oh i could buy this one speaker i can entertain people in my kitchen and then i can bring it to the tv room and we can all have an awesome dolby four hundred ninety eight thousand point one experience you know what i mean it's but it yet it is a yeah. very quality piece of of work. It's not something that you'd say, "Oh my god, I wish I'd never bought this. This is a piece of crap. I should take it back now." All those speakers, and you're only going to go with one subwoofer there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that as much as I, I think it's a pretty good speaker, I definitely wasn't like super blown away because um, everyone was saying how great it was, and and it is good, but I wasn't like. Oh, this is like life changing, like, like retina for my ears, right? Like I heard some person describe it like that. And I, it's not really like that. Like it's a, it's a pretty good speaker. Um, one thing that I actually do like about it though is that because the tweeters are like fully surround the speaker and they can shoot out in every direction. Uh, right now I have like a, a Google Home Max and it's, it only faces one direction. So we kind of have to put that like at the, edge of the room and then like point it out to the other side so that I can like point and, and we can hear it throughout the entire room. But the home pod, I actually currently have that it's still close to a wall, but it's more towards the center of the room. And I think that will help for, you know, because it, it can shoot out in every direction. It, it still sounds pretty good no matter where you are in the room. And then it's easier for the mics to work because it's not all the way at the edge of the room. Right. So you don't have to shout the entire distance of the room. Mm-hmm. Mike, what do you, what do you think about the uh, the Siri mics? Like, I think those are actually really good, right, John? When we tried those downstairs, it worked pretty well. Yeah, like I mean, the ambient noise and everything else that was going on with the music and everything. Like, I will honestly say that is one very high point. I mean, he, I mean, he was obviously trying to see and like test it, so he was like, "Hey, Siri," you know, and it, it was like, you know, you're listening to pretty loud music, and it would, I mean, it would pretty good response compared to a lot of the times I feel like if you're using an Alexa based app or anything like that, 
and you are playing loud music, you almost have to like shout over the music to get her to do what you want to do. Whereas with that, like he was able to say, Hey Siri, do this. Hey Siri, do that. And it, it was very recognizable in, in terms of commands and, and it was very functional. I thought, yeah, I thought it was actually really good. How about you, Jason? Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely is pretty, pretty good. Uh, it's definitely better than the Google home max or any, Echo device that I have, but I feel like again because everyone was saying how good it was, and you can kind of practically whisper to it. I think I was whispering to it, and it it didn't work every time, right? So, so it got overhyped to you, to, right? To the point where right. it's just like, okay, it's good, but not like like yeah, it is really good, but like it definitely does not like it doesn't hear me every time perfectly, uh, even when I'm not whispering. Uh, it's definitely better than the other devices, especially when it's playing music. But I think that it was overhyped. Gotcha. All right, that's the end for HomePod now. <laughs> okay, question. What are you guys playing, video game-wise? Oh, we finally beat Cuphead. We did. Oh, you did? Nice. Yep, we, we did. And are you going to increase the difficulty? <laughs> or? Well, what? We, we're how many? We're short a couple of coins, I think. That's the only thing. Yeah, we're only missing like one yeah. or two coins that we have to find somewhere. But you just played on normal, right? Or did you play on expert? We, we played it on normal. We teased expert for a minute there. We did. Was it a lot? I've actually never tried any stages on expert. Was it super hard? Um, I mean, I don't think it was that much worse. So to be honest, what it was like the first level, but I mean, we we wanted an absolute comparison. So we played one of the first levels, which is like this carrot and this onion and. And there were some surprises, but remember, the funny part was is that we played like it on normal, like just to master it and like get it perfect. And then we played it on super hard, and then we actually did better than when we we played it on normal. We like we literally did it flawless. So for us, it was kind of a little bit of like, oh, well, that probably couldn't be hard. But I feel like as it goes on, it definitely probably would be harder just because of the amount of stuff they threw. At you? Yeah, I think the first level, it got to a point where it was like, normal is too easy because there's not enough stuff happening that you can't really get into a rhythm. Yeah. And like, expert was kind of just right for that first level. So, but you're not going to keep playing on expert, right? You're, you're done? I think I'd rather like, beat another Something game else. than play, replay through that on expert. Yeah. Okay. At least right That makes now. sense. Yeah. So, what else, like, what else are you planning on playing? Uh, well, maybe we'll be playing things on our gaming PC. Whoa. Yeah, but yeah, why why did you why did you make this gaming PC? Like what what <laughs> games are you looking to play? Or are you just trying to mine Bitcoin? Um a little of both. <laughs> no, not not, Bit- not Bitcoin. Alt altcoins. Oh, okay. It's, it's sure. too too late. Go big or go broke. <laughs> so uh there was a there was a slick deal today. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um but like the the Alienware Aurora R sevens have kind of been going in and out. Like with deals that we've missed the past like week or two. And so this time I saw one that was going on like a President's Day sale plus like slick deals had like a rebate or like, you know, Ebates had like a 12% cash back. So we ended up getting a i7-8700, not the K version. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, with the GTX 1080. Okay. <laughs> You're like, tell me more. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, the meat of it, right? Uh, we got 16 gigs of DDR4. Uh, it comes with like the M2, 256 gig, uh, SSD with like a one terabyte, like, you know, media drive. Um, 
and that's pretty much it. Okay, so uh, I guess one of you guys want to be uh, members of my Steam family ship. Yeah, now we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, it also ah. comes with the Intel Core i7 processor label that's on the itemized list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I won't return mine now. <laughs> So, how much did this end up costing? It was, uh, I think it was, it was thirteen seventy nine ninety nine. I was gonna say the simple response is more than I'm actually worth as a human. <laughs> <laughs> but we figured we could, uh, we can mine some altcoin and uh, use it to play in the other, in, like the other times. Or we could sell the ten ten eighty, right? That's what you were saying, Will. Yeah, if you sell the ten eighty, you'll probably get twice the retail cost right now. But if you do decide to use your idle time to mine, you can average around 45 bucks a month uh, right now. Okay, let's do that. So, yeah, just join one of the mining pools that are out there. <laughs> Which coin would you recommend mining? Whichever one's going to give you the most money right now. Oh, haven't you heard? It's the John <laughs> coin. It's very substantial and worth yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I think that would be that would be fine um, if it can like kind of pay for itself. Then that's nice. And then if not, I mean, if if whatever like speculative altcoin we choose ends up to be, ends up being worthless, you know, then at least we have a pretty killer gaming PC for a pretty good deal right now. Considering you can't get these uh, 1080 Ti or the 1080s or the even the 1070s now, right? Have have become yeah, harder to 1080s. find. The 1070s are hard to find, yeah. and uh, everything on the AMD side is also hard to find too. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, figure either way, it'll be it'll be good. And then now, I don't need an Xbox One X, right? Because I should be able to play all the first party titles on PC, right? Yeah, with Game Pass. Yep. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So. Get rid of it. <laughs> well, you don't. You don't have one. Right? <laughs> I don't have one. Yeah. yeah. Sea of Thieves in beautiful 4K. We better, because I've spent the past two weeks sewing a pirate hat so I could, you know, act authentic. (laughs) Speaking of games, uh, you guys, a couple things. One, Rainbow Six apparently is continuing to have updates. Uh, They just released a bunch of new operators, and what is this, year number three? Uh, of this game, apparently now they're like up to forty different dudes you can. Play. Are you trying to tell me that I need to return and siege the day? Ha ha ha! No, I'm not. <laughs> I have other games for you to play, actually. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, first of which I want to talk to you about was actually uh, Fortnite. Jason and I did play a couple of weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, we yeah, we did. Battle, battle Royale. What, what is this game? And we were terrible. <laughs> I know we got eighth place one time for like uh, just doing nothing until <laughs> someone finally found us and killed us. Eighth but we place literally of, stayed in the same place and we made it to eighth place. I think at around a hundred. Yeah, it's simplified PUBG because that is way, based off of Arma Three, so it's way too complicated to play. It's just another Battle Royale game, and it's free to play, so you don't have to spend any money. And we played it on PlayStation 4, and we did extremely well. Uh, Not as well (laughs) as I did with friend of the show, Dave, who 
pretty much was close to winning by almost not even taking a shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say Go we did well. route, huh? Because we didn't kill anyone, right? But like <laughs> we we managed to, or maybe we killed one group, but that was it. Right? That was accidentally. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we hid and, and like no one found this us. Sounds like a really fun game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you should take a look at it. I mean, it's the like game to watch on Twitch right now. <laughs> Only you can crouch and hide to your way to victory. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like camping. Being a sniper, except for you don't even try to shoot anyone. You just like, sit there. And it's, it's not camping. It's called playing strategic. No, no, I mean, you're actually camping because you're not. Yeah, like you're actually just trying to not shoot anyone. But I also wanted to talk to you about Monster Hunter. Why have you guys not picked this up yet? Mo- what is mostly PC? lack of time. You had time to get a game in PC, which, by the way, it is available for PC, but. I haven't even booted up that PS4. It's been like a week and a half, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Wait, so why why is this game so great? Because I remember playing a Monster Hunter game for the DS, 3DS. Yeah, and it was hard, wasn't it? It's really hard. It's really freaking hard. <laughs> yeah. Is this well, game easier? What if I told you the combat is challenging, but entry is actually like easy as in they're not the bazillion systems that there were with previous monster hunters and those systems that are involved there they have like a bunch of quality of life improvements so you don't have to dive through four different menus just to get a health potion now hmm. um, i mean the reviews the, the reviews are really good yeah I agree. So I, I definitely want to play, especially if we have a group. It's it's up to four players. And it looks amazing. Yes, four players. It looks really All right. Cool. Is there cross-play? Or is it's just PlayStation, right? Like, if you're going to get it for PlayStation, then it's just PlayStation? Yeah. Okay. All right. It'd be nice to... Is it out on PC? Uh, I believe it is out on PC. See, now I care about these things. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I can give you a whole list. We don't have the we don't have the time uh, for games that you can play on PC. Oh God! Yeah, I mean this is this is one game that interests me. If we can get the time to you know gather a crew and play, yeah, I agree. I mean it looks great, and again, like everybody said, the reviews are pretty sound. Just the fact that again, the time has escaped majority yeah. of everything. Jason, are you in on Monster yeah. Hunter? Uh, <laughs> so I actually did play it, but to be fair, we didn't. I played it with Lance and Dave, and none of us knew what we were doing. Oh, but so you have it? No, no, no. We played the uh, the open beta. Mm. Oh, okay. So it, it's very limited. There are only like a few worlds, and we we probably played like three levels or so, where like we beat three monsters. Um, and so I I could see why it. You know, it could be fun because, like, they do some interesting things. Like, the the monsters seem like they're more, like, quote-unquote alive and uh, they retreat and they, you know, they'll hunt you if they hurt you and things like that. It's It seems kind of cool, but, like, the controls just felt kind of clunky to me. And apparently, like, Monster Hunter games have been notoriously difficult and, and tough to control always. And this is, like, the most user-friendly one. But, like, after having played, like, other games, like... um 
I don't know, like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's just really mm-hmm. fluid. Um, you know, maybe this is like the style and, and people that are used to the franchise don't mind, or, or maybe this is even improvement over previous games, but it just seems a little clunky control wise for me. And like, um, I'm sure it's a really good game because like, as you guys mentioned, it has ridiculously good reviews. It just seems like you'd have to invest a lot of time and, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I want to necessarily invest that much time into this particular game. Well, you're out of my hunting part. <laughs> <All right, you're laughs> <out. laughs> no, I'm not. It, it, I'm sure that it's fun, right? Like, I mean, Will obviously clearly likes it, and I'm sure you guys will have a good time. I, I just don't know that I want to spend that well, much time. If with you it. want something more fluid, I have a recommendation oh, for you, boy. and you don't even have to spend a dime. What? Is it Warframe? <laughs> I was just gonna yeah, say. Actually, yeah, I'd be more down <laughs> to play Warframe. Uh, I haven't played it yet, but. This game, I mean, when we first got our PlayStations during launch, it was on the PlayStation launch uh, like guide, and I I downloaded it, I played it, and then I immediately deleted it because the game was garbage and terrible, and I went off and played Destiny. Um, given the issues that have been going on with Destiny 2, and hearing all these ridiculously good things that the developer Digital Extremes has, like, done for better improvements to, like, gameplay. I gave it another shot, and uh, I've even played with friends of the podcast, Lance and Dave, (laughs) and the game is really good. Like, Destiny, you're fired. (laughs) So how many can you have in a group here? Uh, You can have four in a group. Okay. All right. Yeah, this game also looks interesting to me. So, so what what makes it like free to play? Like, is there a cooldown for stuff? What's like what to pay money? What do you get? Uh, you get premium currency called platinum, and platinum gives you extra inventory slots. Which uh, the game uh, gives you some platinum to start off with. And being PlayStation Plus members, you also get a big chunk of platinum, and you use that to either buy inventory slots, and when you craft uh, items in the game, they take time, and you can use that platinum to rush the time. Uh, okay, so pretty that that sounds like a pretty standard like free to play yeah thing. The, the um, thing that I found most interesting that is everything that a premium. It's not really. It's there's no pay to win. Uh, everything can be done for free. I have yet to spend any money on this. Hmm. Uh, in fact, I have started trading and I've gotten a bunch of premium currency just by like selling pieces that I'm not using. Hmm. So if there was a way for me to actually exchange that uh, premium currency for real money, I would actually be making a profit off of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, no, this game this game looks pretty cool. I've like, you know, I've been reading on the Destiny forums like how responsive these developers are compared to like Bungie. Um every in fact, responsive, every two weeks they have like a dev live stream and in the recent one, uh it's been going around on all these gaming blogs about how they pretty much have shamed all these AAA developers because they actually asked the community at uh, of Warframe to be like, hey, you guys play the game. You don't like this new thing. What do you want? We're going to ask you over the next couple of months, and we want you to actually tell us how you want feature X to change. And it's like that. 
Okay, that so this, this is another one you're playing on PS4, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. In fact, I may be playing it right now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll try Warframe first because it's free and we don't have time to play Monster Hunter, but maybe we'll have time to play Warframe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm down to try Warframe. Okay. All right, Warframe is the next game then. Well, JJ, you still need to beat the the DLC for Destiny. That would be true. But yeah, no, we can we can try Warframe first. Destiny will always be there. It will until they take the servers down and then Destiny is dead, <laughs> which might be next week. <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad? Uh, I feel like they've made a lot of uh, steps in the right direction, but yeah. there's still a long ways to go before I think it's even Close. near kind of where it was at like Destiny 1 endgame time. The last expansion was probably the worst expansion. Yeah. Like the way they did this Crimson Days event, um, I love how everything just brings back to Destiny. But like, <laughs> you know, like this time they had stuff where like there's like a loot pool and then after you get the engrams, like that gets knocked out of your loot pool, so you're guaranteed to never get that again. You know, like you're you're gonna get stuff that you didn't yeah, that get. makes sense. Like, like why didn't they do that? Because it's just like a freaking like online casino that they made with Eververse, trying to make you like spend money to not guarantee that you get whatever you want. You yeah. know, it's it's so stupid. So it's like even if you spend a ton of money, you're not guaranteed anything. Whereas at least yeah. in common sense, you're like, okay, if I spend two hundred dollars, I sure as hell better get every goddamn thing I like want to get. Whereas then you're like, okay, but wait, why would I even spend a dollar if I don't even think I'll get anything that I want? How so, come? How come you can say a ton, but then you say god dang? I'm trying to mediocrely change for the. <laughs> the I'm just saying, as the guy who's editing this podcast, <laughs> I just wonder why you just like you don't you don't mind, but then you're like, oh, that god dang son of a gun. <laughs> I'm just curious, like, uh, what, 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 when do you decide to curse, and when do you decide to like not curse? I thought we earned the explicit. Oh, heck no, no, I'm no, no, no. It's, is that something that you do yourself? I, I don't think iTunes really cares that much. They'll care. You gotta bleep everything, Jason. I I I'm care. Just bleep a bunch of random stuff, even though you guys aren't cursing, <laughs> just to make it sound like you guys just curse every word. We'll just have to do it in in the uh, in what was it the good place or what was it called? I I can't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, the good life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, have you guys Have you guys seen that yet? Yeah. Oh, you saw the whole. You're all caught up. I'm completely caught. I'm up. not all caught up. I did start the second season, so you started it though. Oh. Yeah, you like it? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty. It's That's pretty good. interesting. I also watched uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel the first like maybe four episodes. Also a fan of that show, so that was that was good. Oh, you do like it? Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good show. And then I watched uh, half an episode of uh, Altered Carbon. Ooh, I know. Is it is it not good? I don't think it. No, it's it's not not good. I don't know why. I, I think I had to stop for you know whatever baby or something. I think it's uh, a pay attention one because yeah, it's not one you can yeah. just kind of like uh, watch kind of in the periphery. I started it and then I accidentally fell asleep and I was like, I have not a clue. <laughs> it's like, that good, huh? What it's, is going yeah. on? I accidentally fell asleep. Well, it was like three in the morning, so I guess that oh, okay. it vouchers a That's possibility right. to fall asleep. <laughs> But it looks good. I like the guy who who's in it. The the guy from House of Cards, the yeah. the <laughs> presidential elect. Yeah. yeah, 
exactly. It looks good. I like the guy who's in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what, what are you trying to say? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You like his acting, right? Yeah, his acting. Yeah. Okay. He's in it for the acting. His very tall and long acting skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I did finish over the, uh, on my flight back is Black Mirror Season 4. Nice. I finally finished that. Uh, are you guys all caught up? Like, do you watch all the no, episodes? not with season no. four. No. Oh, okay. No, I watched, uh, I think the first two or three. I watched, like, the, the Star Trek wannabe one, which I thought was good. Yeah, the yeah. first one, right? Uh, the second one, was that the baby monitor one? Yeah, the second one. Don't, don't well, spoil it, but okay. yeah. yeah, I could see as a, as a father that I could see you not liking that one. Yeah, no. Um, what was the third one? The third one is Crocodile. Uh, I don't think I watched that one. I must yeah. have only watched the first two. Okay. I just wanted to see, not necessarily to like do a deep dive into Black Mirror, but uh, if you had seen them all, like which ranking you would have like the, for the six episodes. How about as, as a season, do you think it was better than the third season? Uh, let, me, let me look at what's on the third season. I, I think maybe it was, yeah. I think they really upped the production value. And there's maybe like one or two that are not great. Like Archangel is probably on the worst side. Um, and then I think there's another one that's not, yeah, I mean, that's probably the worst one actually. So I think they're all pretty good. Nice. All right. I mean, there's just so much stuff to watch now. Just make, <laughs> make sure you watch the last one last. So normally they're like, they all, um, it's not really that big of a deal because they, they are separate, but, um, the, the last one kind of has like little Easter eggs. So Ooh. you want to watch that one last. Oh, that's cool. That makes me want to watch all of them to get to the last one. Oh, I thought you were going to say yeah. that makes me want to watch them all on Easter. <laughs> for, for the Easter eggs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wow. Sean's on fire. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'll see you guys in several months. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to Spain for more fucking hamburgers. <laughs> Uh, more dang hamburgers yeah i mean dang hamburgers <laughs> yeah forkin <laughs> yeah forkin <laughs> <laughs> oh oh uh how about black panther have you guys seen that no. movie pass We're, we need to movie we need to movie pass. we though. will yes i will see it on tuesday in fact i am going to see it at oakland's grand theater oh nice and there will be a talk by Ta-Nehisi Coates uh, before the movie. Oh, Ooh. wow. That's, all, that's amazing. Yep. We're kind of a big deal out in Oakland. Guess so. Did they, did they lower the price of MoviePass? No, I don't think so. I thought it was like seven ninety five, but I wasn't sure if that was like the Costco deal where you have to buy the whole year up front or not. Yeah, that probably was when they were offering the deal because wasn't it like $2 cheaper if you bought like a yearly pass a couple of months ago? Let me see. Mm, Do they still sell the it at Costco? Annual, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. 12, 12 months for 90 bucks right now at Costco. Yeah. So if MoviePass goes out of business, though. Yeah, I'll probably exactly. just do the one, the the one month to month then. Yeah. I but mean, I, I kind of want to try to use it for Black Panther. And then also, I kind of want to see Game Night. <laughs> it could be really bad. But um, <laughs> but that's the loveliness of MoviePass. Yeah, no, yeah, that's exactly what That's why I was like, oh, maybe I'll just finally sign up so I can watch both of those and not feel terrible for wasting like $15 yeah. on game night. On I'm, game night. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best thing is that, like I said, if you essentially see one movie a month, it's anything after that is pretty much like a bonus. Like it's for free. 
So as watching game night is not <laughs> <laughs> in the eye of yeah, the beholder. It could be really bad, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, on the uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety eight percent want to see it. Oh God. Did it, did it get? Yeah, but there's no reviews yet. I was right? gonna say, did it get Paddington two review level status? <laughs> now you know, I was actually listening to, uh, or I was reading Jason Kotke's blog, and he reviewed Paddington one and Paddington two, and he says that they're both pretty good. Oh gosh! So take that. <laughs> no, oh. is that an offense to me or Rotten Tomatoes for not well, giving I don't Paddington? Know. You, keep, you keep ragging on Paddington because it has like a ninety nine percent. I don't know. It's just out of all the movies in the world, you know, like, oh. is it is it going to come away with, like, the best it's actor? It's still 100% or... Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I two. mean. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Not only that, it's an 89% audience like that. Oh, you know, gosh. sometimes with some movies, it's like a critic favorite, yeah. but, like, audiences hate it or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This one's pretty much, like, universally liked by everyone. You, you want to know what movie was universally hated? Downsizing. <laughs> this is the worst movie ever. I can't that. Oh jeez. Yeah, based off of that alone, right now I'm like, maybe Movie Pass is not a good. Idea. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about? I'm good. I want to play some Warframe now. Wait, you mean Which keep I playing? May or may not be keep playing, playing Warframe. <laughs> yeah. You mean a hundred percent attention to Warframe? All right, sounds good. Well, this is actually a, a shorter episode. Yeah, I tried to keep it short because we have four people. Ooh. Oh, way, way to go. Shouldn't it be longer? <laughs> no, no, no other to- Wait, I have like five other topics. And then after that, everyone start calling. I'm going to just start bleeping everything you say. All right, you can follow us at For the Podcast on Twitter, ForThePodcast.com, and we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. Cool story. <laughs> I mean, Warframe. <laughs> All right, see you guys. <laughs> Bye.